Nazir, Perik Dalad, Mishnah Vav 4, 6, and the Mishnah continues here um, in a way which I think perhaps could be a little bit uh, misleading, misunderstood. So let me say the, the basic Chiddush, the innovation of the Mishnah first outside, and then um, we'll see it inside. The basic Chiddush of our Mishnah is that there is a Halacha Lamoshmi Sinai, a tradition which has no basis in Scripture, in Drash from Sukkim, but it's a tradition that goes all the way back, that a father is able to make his son be a Nazir, even though the son is, um, however young the son is, there's a discussion maybe even if it's younger than Yichinach or not, but certainly before Bar Mitzvah, and only until Bar Mitzvah, a father is able to make his son into a Nazir, simply by saying, you're a Nazir, or he is a Nazir, or, or like, hooray, ploni bini Nazir, my son is a Nazir. Um, that would bind the son now to be a Nazir, and that would mean that immediately it kicks in, those 30 days in the Zeros, um, if the son gets tame, then the father would have to bring korbanos for the teglach zatuma, etc. And um, if the son, when the son completes his period of naziris, the father would have to bring korbanos um, as part of the teglach zatahara process. Um, this does not apply to mothers. A mother can't make her daughter or her son um, into a a, uh, a nazir at all. Only the father to his son. And um, interestingly. Um, the son can object. The son can object in one of two ways. Either the son can say, no, I don't want to be a Nazir. Um, or the son can actually demonstrate his rejection of this Naziris by cutting his hair. Uh, it's not clear. It's a bit of a machlokus. What would happen if the son would you know, drink wine or become Tama the Mason immediately if he go to you know, jump into a graveyard or something? Um, that's a discussion. The mission only says explicitly cutting of hair. Um, and if, upon the son hearing that, he makes an objection either with words or actions, so then there's no binding Naziris. If he doesn't, so then, and he starts behaving as a Naziris, then he's a Nazir thereafter, and it's too late to object. Similarly, um, the relatives of the child are able to object to the son, um, the child being a Nazir. They could say to the father, essentially, what are you doing to this kid? And no, we do not let you make him into a Nazir. Um, and that would be effective also. It has to be right away when they first hear about it. Um, if the son begins his Nazirus, so then it's too late. The relative, you know, later on, the relative can't come up, like, you know, a month or two later and say, no, no, I'm, or whatever, even weeks later, and object to it. Um, but if, um, upon hearing it, a relative objects, um, so then the child is not a Nazir. Now, <clears throat> the relatives can also object through action by cutting the kid's hair, as opposed to his... You know, verbal objection. They can cut his hair. Again, the same discussion. Not clear if what about feeding him wine um, or not. And there's actually a discussion, um, or some suggests perhaps there's a difference in what the son does and the, and the relatives do. Whatever it is, um, the relatives can object. Now, um, who constitutes a relative? That is not clear. Um, some shitas are anybody who's pasul um, who couldn't. That, that's the level of um, closeness to the child that would constitute a relative who could object. Um, others say, no, anyone in the whole, I guess, family tree who's a relative, a distant relative, even could object as well. Simply not clear. Okay, um, so that is the that is the gist of our Mishnah uh, in terms of the Chesh. The main words of the Mishnah revolve around, well, what happens if the child becomes a Nazir, I'll call it temporarily, the father sets aside Korbanos or money for Korbanos, um, and then the child or the relatives object to the Naziris, um, remember, the father could even make the kid a Nazir with the kid unknowing about it. Just He hears about it a week later or something. Whatever the case is, um, 
the Mishnah spends a lot of its words saying what happens if there's these animals or money that's set aside for Kermanos, um, and then the child or the relatives have objected, so the child's no longer a Nazir, what to do with the Kerbanos, or the animals that are set aside for Kerbanos, or with the money set aside. And the Mishnah's answer is essentially a verbatim, what we had a couple of Mishnahs ago back in Mishnah Dalid, with a woman who had her Naziris canceled by her husband. Exact same halachas apply. So the Mishnah sort of focuses on that. It's a little strange because there's no real Chiddush there, um, but the main Chiddush, like I said before, is this general halachal Mishnah Sinai. Okay, that's the story outside. The Mishnah inside says... Ha'ish madir es beno benazir, a man can bind his son with the nether of nazirus, even though the father is doing the binding by saying it, and the child just gets, you know, is like the the victim, if you will, of that uh, commitment. Vena isha maderes es benazir, but a mother, a woman, cannot bind her son to be a nazir. Now the next word of the Mishnah is where really you can get thrown off because it says ketzad. Kate usually says, like, how does the previous principle play out in practice? But that's not what happens here. This Kate said now is going to go on to the question of, well, what happens if after the father makes the son a Nazir and then someone objects? We haven't discussed objecting yet, but the Mishnah, you know, by the way, will just enter in this idea that there could be an objection, a macha, and if someone objects, so then there could be animals that find what to do with the animals. So that's the Kate said focus on the animals for whatever reason. So the Mishnah says, it said Kate so how's this going to work? Gilach. If the child cuts his hair, an act of objection. Oh, shigilchu krovav. Or alternatively, if it's not the child who's protesting against the Naziris, but rather one of the relatives are, and the relative cuts the child's hair as an act of protest to reject the child being a Nazir. So that would be effective, and now the child is no longer a Nazir. But what happens if there are animals left behind? Or micha. If rather than objecting through action, there's a macha, an actual a verbal protest, the child says, no, I don't want to be a Nazir. Or the child's relatives do the objecting. They say, no, why do you this to this kid? We don't want him to be a Nazir. So then that would be effective and the Nazirist ends. But if, if there was an animal or animals that were set aside explicitly now having been um, committed to be animal or animals, for the Tiglachas Atar at the end, like we said back a couple Mishnahs ago. So what do you do? We have a Chattas, we have an Ola, we have a Shlamim. So the Mishnah says, a Chattas Tamus, a Chattas is left to die in that Kippah, like we said before. It can't be offered, like we said before, and back in Dalit. Va'ola Tikar of Ola. The Ola could be brought, it's burned, but just burnt as a Nadava, instead of as a Nazir's Ola. Va'ashlamim Yikruvu Shlamim, And the Shlamim will be brought as a Shlamim, again, voluntary Shlamim, with the strictures of the shlamim of the Nazir, all like we discussed back in Mishnah Dalid, and therefore it's eaten in one day instead of two days, like we described before, because it's stricter, uh, sort of time period for the Nazir's Ola, excuse me, the Nazir's Shlam, I should say, and you don't bring those 40, excuse me, 20 loaves of bread, the two types of 10 loaves of bread for the shlamim, because it's not really a Nazir Shlam, it's just a voluntary Shlam. Hailo Maostumin, if there was money that was set aside stam, um, without explicitly saying this money is for achatas or uh, ola or shlam, which says this is money for korbanos, then yiplul nadava, that was a separate alachlamash misinai, that the tradition says that the money should go into that chest that's set aside, one of the chests that are set aside in the base of Mikdash for Kate Mizbeach, for buying olos that should be burned in Mizbeach when the Mizbeach is otherwise idle. If it's Maos Mufurashin, if the money has been explicitly designated to be 
for a specific korban. So demechatas, if that specification was for a sin offering of the nazir, so then yechul yam hamelach, it's thrown into the Dead Sea because it's analogous to like leaving it to die. You could do nothing with it, like explained the Mishnah Dalid. Lonen vlomalen, you're not supposed to get benefit from it, but if you do get benefit from that from that uh, money, um, it, there's no din of me'ila, like I explained before. Deme'ola, as for the money set aside for a burn offering, yavu ola, or molen behen, you use the money to purchase an ola, as an adava, and of course there is me'ila, because um, it's kachi kachim, from as soon as it's consecrated, with that money, like I explained back in Mishnah Dalad. Deme'i shlamim, if the money was set aside to be a shlamim, a peace offering, of the Nazir, so then you have shlamim, you can still bring it as a voluntary shlamim, that's going to work, and again, but you eat that, you treat the shlam that you purchased the money, from with the money, um, with the strictures of the shlamim of the Nazir, meaning it's eaten in one day, but no blows or better required, and the other discussion about the Zeroa B'Shela, the, the, and so on, all that, as discussed previously in Mishnah Dalad, applies here as well.